Hello and welcome to According to John. Today we're going to be on a part two series. Dealing with the devil. That's what I should have called it, dealing with the devil. That's an old title (laughs) I used in the old days, Johnny. What are the names of Satan? The first one, the part one, was exposing his person. Part two, what we're going to talk about is exposing his plan. And so uh, if you're tuning in to part two, make sure you go back and listen to part one. I think it'll be very educational and helpful for you. But before we get started, we need to go to the Lord in prayer. Hey, I am your host, John Westfall. This is my co-host, Pastor Duke Herget, the Duke Meister. And today... We're going to be talking about Satan, and hopefully we'll just beat up on him real good. And if we're going to do that... We need to prayer. (laughs) We need prayer. Brother, if you will pray for us. Let's pray. Father, we pray that these next uh, minutes together around the Word of God will be anointed uh, as we speak and as our hearers listen. May we speak from our heart by the power of your Spirit. May we listen from our heart that we would be strong in our faith and resist this evil one who hates us. But, Lord, we have victory through Jesus Christ. So uh, bless this time we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. So what are the names of Satan exposing his plan? When we finished part one, we talked about how Satan transforms himself into an angel of light. And then we talked, uh, we discussed the that that's a description of, of his capacity and inclination to deceive. And then we are going to look at uh, uh, exposing his plan, Mm -hmm. which takes us now to passages that uh, passages refer to judgment of earthly kings, which uh, very well also may refer to Satan. Uh, And if nothing else, the plans are satanic the names that we're going to expose are going to expose Satan in the way that he deals with people and the purpose that he has for the world. Mm-hmm. I see it in, in two forms is his plans for people to deceive, to, to destroy, and then politically uh, the, the agenda. Right. The same thing he tried to do in heaven, take over, control it all. He failed. He was cast out. So he comes to earth to do exactly the same thing. And we are told by the Holy Spirit in the book of Revelation, chapter 13, that in the time of the end, God will have aligned the nations. The Jews are back home. Jerusalem is retaken. Uh, the old Roman Empire nations, Daniel told us, would come back together in the last days, called the European Union. We would see everything move from nationalism to globalism. The World Health Organization. I don't mean to interrupt you because hold those thoughts yeah. and, and go on with it. But but here's what I find interesting. That you read the scriptures and it's very clear that we go from nationalism to globalism, so on and so forth. But when you look at the people, Christian, cr- Christians included, you can clearly see that we're going from nationalism to globalism and yet people are still arguing and denying this truth and globalism is is the plan of satan it is not the plan of god because god god even told israel you keep yourself from everybody else you build walls and you keep them out and you stay in god set everything up separate separate families independent self-governing churches independent nations 
and Satan wants to centralize everything right. so he can be in complete right. control. One world government. Yeah. Control yeah. the whole world from one seat. And up until World War One, everything was na- nations. There was no global organizations of any kind. Then after World War One, in order to... So the world would never, you know, they call it the war to end all wars. They formed the League of Nations, mm-hmm. the first universe, global type uh, buy-in because, you know, we can stop wars before they happen. It didn't stop World War II, did it? And then the League of Nations became the United Nations. And now out of that, we have the World Health Organization, the World Economic Summit, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the wor- the global uh Everything is global, you know. Well, and if you notice, <clears throat> when our government took down the World Trade Centers, the World Trade Towers, they took down our independence and they put up World Trade Towers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. So we, we know. The whole I, just, sh- I just find that interesting. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's kind of in our face. Anything, anything private or individual comes down so that globalism can rise up. Yeah, you know, and they package it. Satan is an angel of light. And those towers are now one world trade centers. Yeah. One world. That's right. what they're called. Yeah. The two are now one. Yeah. I, I bet that's not a coinky dink. But see, if you know Satan is not. <laughs> I sounded like a conspiracy theorist. Forgive me. I No, you're, you're just a biblicist. I'm a... The conspiracy. Dude, I'm going to give you three points oh, for that. Man. Oh, shucks, Charlie. Uh, God laid it all out in, it, uh, in the past. <laughs> and from the beginning. Get back in the salad here, Johnny. I'm sorry. It doesn't take much for me to lose my, uh, my place. I know. You know. I know. Go ahead, brother. Um, I need coffee. You got yeah, coffee. God chose to lay it all out in the past. His history is his, his story. Right. And he told us what who the devil was and now he would try to deceive us and that he would have a political agenda. And as we closed out the last session out as Isaiah 14, where the fall of Satan had happened. And then it fast forwards in verse 16 and looks back on all of history. And it says, is this the man that shook the nations? Right. And that's what I'm going to, I want to point out here real quick is, uh, you know, the passages that refer to earthly Kings may very well refer to, uh, Satan, and I think it does when we absolutely. look at the king of Tyre. I don't think it's or Tyre. I don't, I don't think it's a think. I think it absolutely I, is. I agree. Now, it's interesting <laughs> as you bring these guys up, these are centers of paganism, mm-hmm. just for your information. Centers of paganism and big kingdoms that take over. Yeah. yeah. But they take over and destroy everything they take over. Anyway, here we go. Well, while you're reading the scripture, I'm going to sit here and enjoy my three points. So, Yeah, Isaiah 14, 12 through 15 says this. How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. Politics. It's politics. Globalism. It, how can you not see this? When you read this. And then Revelation just lays it straight out. Oh, my goodness, right? So then he goes, For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the furthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. And that is the ultimate goal. It's not to conquer the people. He, he knows that's a process. 
And so his plan is to take down people so God doesn't get glory, but his plan is to take down God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the big plan. That's the ultimate. He tried it in heaven and failed, mm-hmm. and he's been trying to do it on earth. And God said, at the time of the end, I will allow him to go this far. But we have this little thing called the rapture of the church. And Jesus said, I'm going to come and take my bride home. And I think Second Thessalonians 2 gives the time frame of this. He who now letteth will let. That's the Holy Spirit. Until he, the Holy Spirit, is taken out of right. the way. Right. Then shall that wicked Antichrist. And taken out of the way is the rapture. Yeah. Yeah, and because anything to do with God is gone. Yeah, so we win this thing. No matter what happens politically, no matter who's in the uh, the Oval Office, Jesus is still on the throne mm-hmm. in heaven, and so we That's win right. no matter what happens. Yeah, but um, there's some excuse me, there's some crap to wade through along the way. Yeah, there really is, and so now we look at the name Lucifer that of what I read in Isaiah 14, uh, which means morning star. And it's used to describe someone who sought to overthrow God's very throne. Then we go into the second passage of King attire, which is Ezekiel 28, 11 through 19. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man, take up a lamentation for the King of Tyre and say to him, thus says the Lord God, You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Lucifer? Mm -hmm. Well, it's going to clarify it even more in just a moment. It is. I promise you. Verse 13. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The sardis, topaz, diamond, barrel, onyx, jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. Verse 14, you were the anointed cherub who covers. I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of the fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. Satan. I got a bunch of thoughts on this. I'll just give you a couple real quick. You were in Eden. The king of Tyre was not in Eden. Satan was in Eden. In the day that you were created, the king of Tyre was not created. He was procreated. This is clearly Satan. Now, the other thing I want to see from this passage is it talks about the abundance of materialism. And it gives a whole bunch of materialistic riches. Whenever you see uh, things about Satan, man, it's all about riches and power and uh you look what's happening in the world. And that's what he draws us away with. Yeah. Follow the money. Money. (laughs) It's not rocket science. Whoever controls the money controls controls the people, controls the world. That's right. And so. Well, and and what are they controlling right now? I mean, the world, what's the world controlling? And And I'm not trying to make this political, but in order to see Satan working in the political arena to understand his plan, you got to look at politics. You can't separate it. You cannot separate it. And so what are we looking at that's that, uh, that Satan is controlling? Number one, one of the biggest things that he's controlling was the banks. Mm-hmm. And the second biggest thing he's controlling is insurance, health, mm-hmm. right? And the third thing that he is now starting to take over is the food. Mm-hmm. Once they control the money, they control the health, they control the food, they control 
everything. Everything. And Revelation. Because a man will do crazy stuff for money. He'll do crazy stuff for health. And he'll do insane stuff when for he's food. hungry. Yes. And Revelation 13, long ago, told us where God would allow Satan to be. And he's almost there mm-hmm. on, on this watch. And uh, this is marvelous in, in my eyes. Uh, I don't like what I see, but nothing that I see biblically, prophetically uh, surprises me. I've been a student of Bible prophecy for almost 50 years. I've been preaching Bible prophecy conferences around the country for the last 12 years. And it is, I like to call it the glove of prophecy and the hand of reality. Yeah. And I want to read, I want to finish reading verse 16. By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within, and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God, and I destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fiery stones. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings that they might gaze at you. You defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities, by the iniquity of your trading. Therefore, I brought fire from your midst. It devoured you, and I turned you to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all who saw you. All who knew you among the peoples are astonished at you. You have become a horror and shall be no more forever. And if you notice what really was that it keeps saying over and over, uh, from your trading, from your trading, right? Isn't that by the abundance of your trading, he was gaining ground, if you will, by trading this for that and this for that and people for, or, or, you know, the, 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 I think you call it global economics. I think that's what you'd call it. I think that. that's actually a really good word. Thank you. Yeah. I get that's four points. That's four right. points. Yeah. It only lasts for the day. Just <laughs> <laughs> go away. The crazy thing about this passage is that, the, that specific list of judgments did not happen to the actual king of Tyre. Right. The actual king of Tyre fell to Babylon, Babylon right. in, in a Babylonian when they conquered the world. And so... Uh, but but here's, the, here's the other thing, too. When we read, the, and this is real important, guys, you got to hear this. When you're reading the scriptures and you're reading the Bible, you have to look at what type of book you're reading. For example, if you're in Genesis, you're in a history book. And so everything in that book is history. Mm-hmm. Uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, it's all historical. Now you get to Ezekiel, Isaiah, these are all prophecy books. And so when you look at Ezekiel, these are, this is Ezekiel talking about the things that are to come. Mm -hmm. The law and the prophets. And God is unfolding in these great chapters, Isaiah 14, Ezekiel chapter 28. They're the great chapters to really show us who Satan is yep. and what his agenda is. And when you know, you know, if you're going into the military, you're going to study out your enemy and you know what Hitler's agenda was. So you know how to uh, defend yourself against it and conquer and conquer it. Yeah. 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 One of the things that I find really interesting, which is what we have in common with Satan. Boy, I hate to say that, right? Cause what do we want in common with Satan? We don't want it, but it's there. Verse 15 you were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. The fall of Satan, his rebellion, 
exercise of his volition, his choice yep. to reject God, do his own thing. You were perfect until sin was in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know what? We're perfect till sin is in us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I then what do we perfect. need? Yeah, and then what do we need? Mm-hmm. God. Then we need God. We need a Savior. We need a Savior. Yeah. And he rejected God, and uh, God allowed him to come to this planet I think God just uses Satan, even in my life and in, in your life, Johnny, all of our lives. Yeah. I think he uses Satan to test us. Well, we see it in Job. Uh, um, yeah, because God will never tempt us to sin, but God will sure enough put things in our way to test us and to to help us to grow. And the enemy puts something in our path that is tempting to us, and we see it, and the Holy Spirit is with us and convicts yeah. us. It says, no, that's wrong. Don't do right. it. Right. And then we obey. The Bible says we yield our members unto righteousness. Yeah. God wants to build us. Satan wants to trip us. Yeah, and we, and we say yes to God, mm-hmm. and he brings us forth in victory. Right. Or a lot of times we say no to God, right. and then the Holy Spirit will convict us mm-hmm. of uh, disobedience, and then if we don't listen to conviction— he will chasten us. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. Yeah. And so God has various steps of discipline to bring back an unruly child. But see, Satan is involved in everything that goes on on the planet. We saw last uh, study, he's the prince of this air, kind of uh, on the airwaves, TV, radio, internet. God yeah, you really, want, things. you really want to go back and listen to, to one. You, you really yeah. do. Um, so the king of Tyre is... Uh, called the anointed as a guardian cherub. So we that's that's Satan. That's not a, a real king. And yet Satan or Lucifer, he was put down by pride and God expelled him. And by the way, God himself expelled him. God didn't need help. Out of the mountain of God. Uh, king of Tyre never was at the mountain of God. Yeah. But Satan was. So the Bible uses a lot of metaphors to reveal the character of the enemy. All right. As we start looking at the character of the enemy, you are going to start to understand the plan of the enemy, which we have already started that discussion. And you were sharing that on the global uh, and economical front. Right. I mean, and you, Duke, you can't even miss this, man. It's not about COVID. It's all about control. It, it's not about uh, local banks. It's about global banks, control of money. And as you mentioned, control of food, that's what's beginning to happen. That's, that's the, we're going into it's, that phase. Uh, we're several steps into it now. And we know they're controlling the money because, well, how about this? Anybody that makes transactions over $600 gets reported to the government. Yes, they want to know exactly what we're doing. Yeah, and they say it's to catch the rich. The rich typically have lunch for $600. <laughs> They don't make, tra- why, why do, and if you're, look, if you're trying to get the rich, you already know who they are. Yeah. Why, why does this have to be for the whole world and, and transactions at six, at $600? And what they did a few years ago was they said any transaction over $10,000 $10, or more needs to be reported to the government. Why? The government wants to know everything we're doing. It's all. And now with the cell phone and digital money and uh, payroll, uh, direct payroll thing. And, you know, there's, I always tell people, there's nothing evil about the technology. Nope. But it it's is the way it's used. It's the technology that the evil right. one will have. And that's right. given to us in Revelation 13. The right. complete control of commerce, not with cash, not with plastic, but a mark, the mark of the So uh, did you see in the news 
um, I had this sent to me because I've, I checked out a TV about two years ago. I just turn it off. I've, I want nothing to do with this. Depressing. They, they try to instill fear and uh, they lie to us and they hide the real truth and, and, and give you lies. So I, I just, I checked out a TV a long time ago, but I had someone send me this article and I believe it was Sweden and the Swedes, man, they're lining up to get the chip put in their hand. Well, it's so convenient. Why wouldn't you want that? They're lining. I mean, literally they are lining up for this and and what's the information on the chip? Have you been vaxxed? How many vaccines have you had? Uh, where do you work? Your bank account information, like everything about you. Plus, there's a tracker on it, so they know if you're violating any uh, anything going where you shouldn't be going, and they can trace you and so on and so forth. So all this is in your hand. You cannot get rid of it. You can't turn it off. You can't hide it. This is very close to me. I've ministered in Sweden seventeen I know. times. I have a lot of Swedish friends that actually watch this prod about uh, this podcast, and they send me word that this to confirm exactly what you just said, John. Yeah, and and the whole point: why? Why does he want to do this? Well, because God is omnipotent that's all powerful omniscient that's all knowing and omnipresent that's everywhere at one time satan is not mm -hmm. and so he needs this computer technology because he's the prince in the power of the airwaves we talked about in the last podcast he needs he needs the cloud of the data bank to have everything on everybody you know as we see it unfolding in sweden but you know what what's unfolding in sweden has been in place in china right for several years already. They were the first to go complete 5G, uh, mm -hmm. 5G technology because it's not necessary for high-speed uh, internet. It is necessary to gather all the data right. to control things. And that's what it's all about. And without technology, you know, the, uh, we wouldn't, you would read these verses say this is impossible this is crazy right. this um uh, government of the control of the antichrist is definitely a technocracy mm -hmm. and 30 40 years ago we were clueless on all this right but now it's here it's, well and that brings absolute clarity to the scriptures which also shows us um dude we're in the last days yeah it's so close yeah and it's sad to see all the control it's so sad to see uh, the famines that are, are developing and, and, and all a lot of things are really evil and harsh and, and, and sad and almost scary, but they all point to the soon return of Jesus. And, and that's, that's the, the exciting news. part. That's the good part. Yeah. And, oh man, we're going know, home, Johnny. Yeah. We're going to, yeah, we're going to go home. John thinks there's going to be motorcycles in heaven. I'm hoping he's right. Yeah. I'm hoping he's right. All right. If nothing else, at least during the millennial kingdom, I'll do yeah. another thousand years of riding and not being able to die, which means like, anyway, I'm hoping you're right, dude. I hope you're right. Dude. I do. I hope Cause I'm right. Because my, my wife has said that, that my Harley Davidson is going to stay in my heart where it belongs. <laughs> Right next to my core. See, he doesn't have a Harley Davidson. He's got a Hartley Davidson. <laughs> Hardly have one. As long as I got this pretty blonde chick at my side, I'm going to be motorcyclist. Motorcycle less. Uh, yeah, I know. I so just hang out with cool people. My yeah, Sherry was like, she wanted to start going for rides. And I'm like, hey, you can go. This is how much I value my ride. And some of you may not appreciate this, but I do. And she's a, she wanted to go. And I go, okay, listen, here's the deal. You can go, and I want you to go with me. 
But if you complain, we're, t- we're talking ten thousand miles here, folks. We're not talking like uh, around a little spin up to Lake George. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, when I go, it's it's five hundred, seven hundred miles a day, whatever it is, right? We go on long hauls, and I'm like, I really want you to go, but here's the deal: if you complain, you're on the first plane home. <laughs> He's not kidding. <laughs> sure, he knows that. Sure, he knows that. And you know what, Sherry's. Sure, Sherry sure rocks. You do one. Right? Yeah. You won. And here's no the thing. And she's never complained. We have so much fun. Now that doesn't mean that she hasn't gotten irritated with me on something that I've done or whatever, but but she just goes silent and that's her complaint. <laughs> she's way cooler than you, John. And way I'm, cooler. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hey, I'll take the silence as long as I don't hear the complaint. <laughs> I know how to derail oh, him at any time. Bring up motorcycles. Oh. And he just he just Dude. Just gets off rail. All right, right let's quick. get back on it. Yeah. Well, you know, I got a new one. I know, buddy. Because I, I uh, for those of you who don't know, four months ago or whatever it's been now, I hit a deer doing 65, totaled the bike. Didn't go down, didn't get hurt, but the bike got destroyed. Bike got hurt. Yeah, and the buck that I hit, it, it well, it's got hurt. It's in deer heaven. <laughs> That's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, we actually did a podcast, Do Pets Go to Heaven? You need to go back, way back. Actually, that's way back, dude. Yeah. That's 100 episodes ago. It's a while. And listen to that. Okay, let's get back on this. So, so the king is ruling and reigning on the earth, and he's bringing all this together, and he's putting all this in in. Uh, in the plan, right? The, the, the finance, the health and the food, he'll, he'll control it all because those three things will control us. Yeah. Presence and and travel as well. They'll know exactly where we are. And they do that already. They already do that. And, and these chips that are going into the hands of the people in Sweden and that are already in the, in the hands of the people in China and other countries that they're just not talking about is, is coming to America. The technology is here and it's going to be global. I've always felt America will be the last man standing and we are wavering now as a nation. We really are. Form our, uh, um, Bill of Rights, our Constitution are really, really wavering, and at, at the at the uh, patriot level, it, it angers me. And it, mm-hmm. but at the, at the Christian level, it's like, yeah, that's what I expect. And what can you do about it other than hold on to Jesus? Yeah, yeah. Jesus told us what to expect. It's here. I don't yeah. like it. I don't think he likes it. Right. But it's a sign of how close we are to his return, and that's great news. Right. Now we understand the plan. <clears throat> Let's look at the character of the enemy because this is also part of his plan and that is uh obvious through metaphors we see this and so jesus in the parable uh, uh the parable of the four soils right he likens satan to the birds that snatch the seed uh from the hard ground so in matthew th- uh, 13 4 and as he sowed some f- seed fell by the wayside and the birds came and devoured them that is a picture of Satan. Now, he does that in our personal hearts, but I just have it a moment here. I never thought of this before, but our founding fathers in America wrote on all our money from a penny to a $100 bill in God, God we, we trust. trust. I've been to the Capitol. I've seen scripture verses uh, carved in stone all over our capital. Yeah, you can't even deny it, but people want to. And the Ten Commandments hanging over where the Supreme Court uh, 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 resides, and it's undeniable. But what is Satan doing now? He's taking the seed away. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, well, that's what the Bible said. That's what Jesus said he would do. And we're watching him do it. Yeah. And we see here in Matthew uh, 13, 19, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom, the word of God, right? Anything about Jesus and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who receives seed by the wayside. So again, we see Satan snatching away or preventing people from coming to Jesus. He's going to do all that he can. And so uh, the as we're looking at his plan, his plan is to take over the world and to keep people in darkness. And the only way you can keep people in darkness is if you keep them away from Jesus. Keep them away from the light. So another parable, Satan appears as a sower of weeds among the wheat. So in other words, here he snatches the seed away uh, like a bird would. And in this one, he is planting his minions in all around the Christians so that you can't tell them apart. I think he did that very successfully in the, the U.S. Uh, educational system, starting with the college level and then the high school level, and now it's permeated through all of the level on critical race theory, on uh, LGBTQIA, XYZ. Um, uh, he has infiltrated these terrors mm-hmm. among the wheat. Well, even in the churches, man. I mean, come on, you got you get you have lost sitting with Christians and you the sad part is you can't see the difference anymore. Yeah. Matthew 13:25 says, "But while men slept, that yeah, oh boy. <laughs> when nobody's paying attention while they're sleeping, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way." He, can, he comes in and he plants the tares with the wheat because here's what people don't realize. You do not know the difference. You cannot see the difference between the wheat and the tares. You can't recognize the difference between the wheat and the tares. I'm a little bit of a hippie farmer, and I've actually held them side by side. And you have to literally know this is the wheat, and, boy, it is so close. But it's really crazy. The, the tear is, is skinnier. And you can just tell as you look close, there's nothing there. There's no kernel. It's a seed. It's a it's a weed seed. But then you have that which would be the bread of life, and then this is the the death sentence. If you it's all you had, you starve to death. Yeah, exactly. Whereas the wheat will multiply, the the tares will die. They're so close though; they look almost identical. And you can't tell the difference until they mature. Yeah, up until about the week before harvest, you almost can't tell them apart. Right. At that point, and that's what he's saying, and why would that happen? Well, listen, um, you're not going to be able to tell the wheat and the tares apart because Satan's plan was to infiltrate everything of God. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, just let it be until I, I come and I'll sort it all out. Man, I need—I never saw that quite in that light before. Makes me feel better, Johnny. Right. You get a point for that. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Four to one, I'm at yeah, you, You're way ahead. That's only because I was so generous. In the, <laughs> but when you look at this, God's going to, he'll he'll clean up the mess. He'll separate it all out. But what did Satan infiltrate? He infiltrated, first off, the government. That was the first thing that he did. 
because the government ultimately will control. Yeah. Everything is moved from the states to the Fed. Mm-hmm. And then according to plan. And then he uh, he infiltrated the churches. So then when the government started giving people rights like same sex marriage, all of a sudden you start seeing a rise in these churches and you realize, oh my goodness, they're a tear. They they are they they look like wheat until they got the go ahead to be ungodly and then they exposed themselves as the terror and he infiltrated education he infiltrated the, the military a lot has gone down in the military mm-hmm. of late and i hear what some of these generals say it's like this is so foreign mm-hmm. they put their hand on the constitution they put their hand on the bible and they do the exact opposite right should we be surprised no, because we know who's the prince and the power of the air. And we know his agenda. And we know his agenda. And we know how he works. And in verse 28, it says, and he said to them, by the way, this is Jesus talking. And he said to them, an enemy has done this. The servant said to him, do you want us to go and gather them up? And he said, no, lest while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, You notice he says, I will say to the reapers, Jesus now steps in. He says, I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn or my house. Mm -hmm. He knows the difference. Dude, when you see, listen, guys, when you see Satan at work, understand this. He is infiltrating everywhere he can. He's infiltrating in the homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because as the, listen, as the family goes, so goes the nation. You know, Johnny, we babysit for our, our grandchildren a lot. And we have all these little TV things we go to and they look so innocent and we turn them on and the, I counted, there's like 70% of them are in direct relationship with the occult. They're coming after our kids. Absolutely. What has he done there? It's the tares among the wheat. You know, I want to make a quick application here. I, I'm a student of Bible prophecy. I love this stuff. I've had, I, I want to know what's going on. I got a lot of great sources. I try to figure it out, connect the dots. And then while I'm doing all this, I get pretty upset because I'm aware of what's happening uh, in the United Nations. I'm aware of Agenda 2030. I'm aware of listen to what Bill Gates has said about vaccines for the future. I'm aware of what's going on and I get all upset. And then Jesus is like, dude, let it grow. I'm going to come back and take care of everything. Right. And then my, well, and here's the thing. If you don't, and here's, here's a beautiful example. So there are times where as a pastor or, you know, even as Christians, if we, if we rip out the tears or we take out the tears, right? We have to be ever so careful when we do that. And when and the reason I say ever so careful, cause you don't want to pull out the wheat and uproot the wheat either. Cause then both of them are no good. They'll die. My, uh, my pastor who's, who's, uh, passed away now, uh, Larry Upchurch from, great, from Midway. Yeah, oh my man. goodness. Right. <clears throat> and he said this to me one time, he was, uh, he had to make this decision and we were talking and, and, uh, and I, he, he told me what was going on. I, I said, preacher, you're, you're the man, just, just do it. Just make the decision and do it. And he, he used to call me son of thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Right. And he goes, Oh, son of thunder. 
this is a big ship. And if you don't turn it slow, you'll throw people overboard. Yeah. And that's the reality today that even now, you know, we have to be careful that how we, we have to be careful how we uproot the tares lest we pull the wheat with it and destroy both. So many people ask me as I do conferences around the country, you know, what about America? And I, and I, if you're going to have globalism in the end, that means America's going to go down. Gone. I say, you know, I, I love Gone. America, but America is going to go. It's going, it's okay. going down, but Jesus is a lifeboat. <laughs> right. The big ship will go down. And, uh, but Duke, it has to go down for Satan to have a one world government. And anybody that thinks that America can withstand the storm that is in right now, they're really going to be disappointed. I think we've crossed the line of no, no return. return. But I agree. But you see, they say no return. I'm like, I'm thinking Christ return. Right. And that is our out. In, in faith in but Christ. what do you do if you don't have Jesus? Because here's the next word for Satan is Satan is compared to a wolf in John 10, 12, but a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees and the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. Dude, the wolf is on his way in to get the sheep. And people are so scattered now. They're divided on every Every front. front. Yeah. Every is 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 horrible. Yeah. Families. Yeah. Jesus told us what to watch for. Yeah. Turns out he wasn't kidding, was he? Here we go. He's also Satan is also a roaring lion. First Peter five, eight, be sober, be vigilant, it, which is interesting because he's, he, this is a, this is a warning. This is a shout out. This is a siren. I think he's saying this ain't fun. And he's saying now's not the time to disorient yourself. You need to be thinking straight because, and paying attention vigilance because you got an enemy, your adversary, personal pronoun. Your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. If you, we just did a, uh, last night, we were, or, went, or past Wednesday night, we're doing a study in Daniel. And we, we are, we are on chapter six where Daniel gets thrown into the lion's den. And then of course, Daniel's found innocent. So God closes the mouth of the lions. And then Daniel is pulled out of the lion's den next and morning. The, the, yeah, the next morning. And then those, the accusers, the accusers and their wives and their children all get thrown into the lion's den. And the Bible says that they, their bones are crushed and they are dead before they ever hit the floor of the lion's den. Says the lions had mastery over them. I think it's the biblical wording there. Now think about this just for a second. This is a picture that first Peter five eight is talking about. The lion, they already know the lion is the king. 
<laughs> of the jungle. Right. right, okay. And they also know that that lion will kill them with one bite of his powerful jaws. And so Peter says that Satan, your adversary, the devil, is looking for someone to have for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack. He doesn't care. And we look out and we see last year, just a couple of days ago, over 100,000 deaths due to opioid overdoses in the fentanyl that the enemy is sowing those tears among. And, you know, that's twice as many people that died in all of Vietnam last year. And we throw open the border and, uh, and just he's doing, he's, he's devouring people all yeah. around us. You know, you talk about the border and you look at Rome, you know, Rome fell because they opened their borders to anybody that wanted to come in. And so what they had was they had uh, a multitude of different cultures with a multitude of different ideologies, a multitude of different morals, a multitude of different agendas, a multitude of different separated people groups. Diversity training was lacking, and it destroyed them. That's what destroyed them. Do you not find it interesting that, see, Satan doesn't have to bring down the borders of China or Russia or all those other countries because he's already, he already, got, them. He's already got them. Yeah, he's already got them. So he's got to bring down America because America is still for a whole or as a whole, if you will, conservative and Christian, if using those terms lightly, right? So what's he do? He tears down the walls, brings in all these different cultures and then uses our government to pick those other cultures and people groups over Americans. And what's that do? It causes division and anything divided is weakened and falls and falls. And that's where we're at now. I, I, I would love it if we have a big turnaround and become a right. constitutional republic again and everybody goes back to work and boys realize they're boys and girls are girls and we get rid of all the... Uh, transgender uh, insanity. I think biblically well, it's insanity and immorality. If we were to return back, but you know, I tell people America is not the kingdom Jesus is going right. to come and set up. Right. And so I feel like it's going to continue on a downward because evil men and seducers of wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Right. I don't like that, but that's what our Lord told us would happen. He wasn't kidding. And we're watching it happen. What, uh, has improved in our world in the last 10 years. Nothing. Nothing. And uh, literally not nothing. Not it, nothing. Uh, uh, I think Trump kind of held back. Motorcycle tires. <laughs> motorcycle. They've, they've made some better motorcycles. <laughs> I, I think Trump held back globalism yeah. uh, from moving as fast as the globalists wanted it to. But they Only got by four years. Yeah, they got him out of the way. And now it's pedal to the metal towards globalism. The next big thing that's coming is the world economic reset. Yeah. That is huge. And listen to Klaus Schwab, who's head, he's the chairman, the president of the World Economic Summit. He says by the year 2030, and that's only eight years away, he said, we're all going to be living in 800 square foot apartments and high rise buildings in smart cities, ha owning nothing and being happy. That's what he says. 
He's not kidding. Mm-mm. And that is the right. new world order that they're working on. Mm-hmm. And he's tied up, up to his neck in the uh, vaccine uh, dis- discussion, along with Bill Gates, uh, along with uh, Schwab, along with um, the once called Bilderberg Group, the World Economic Summit, those mm-hmm. people. And it's, it's that's a, a conspiracy theory. No, this isn't a theory. It's coming true. That's it what is they're true. Saying. It's what we're they're listening saying, yeah. to what they say. This is their agenda. Here's how they're going to do it. And we're watching it happen. It's not a conspiracy. It's a bit, it's a biblicity. Is that, it? I did it. I think I made up a new word. Yeah, the I'll Bible to told you. us it would happen. <laughs> it's happening. So right. call, call me whatever you want. Right. I cheated. I read the back of the book. I know who wins. None of this surprises me. Daniel laid it out. Uh, the rise and fall of the great world empires way back when you've been studying through that Babylon, yeah. Persia, Greece, and Rome, Rome phase one, Rome phase two, in the latter days out of which the antichrist arises has this technocracy completely controlling everything food is is kind of the thing that's happening now and medicine all they're pretty much in control of the medicine and the food do you realize that america consumes six, america consumes 65% of all the medicine in the world wow did not know that 60 i just looked at the stats here last week Americans consume 65%. uh, 80% of all commercials are drug-related commercial or medicine, medical. um, Medical related. Yeah, uh, the drugs. They're drugs, right? And and, and most of those drugs, you would rather have the the sickness than the side effects. There's a prophecy, and I think you and I spoke about it just off off the side, not on on, on Revelation eighteen twenty three. That in the latter days, all the nations, the earth. Johnny's going to get the point for this. I'll quote it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. He's yeah. the author of this. Um, all the nations, of the earth, would be deceived by their sorceries, and that word sorceries is the Greek word for it comes from pharmakia, pharmakia, which is pharmacy, and it means enchantment with drugs. And I thought, yes, you know, yeah, wait a minute. Okay, let me read this. Hold that thought because I really okay. want to read this. We're off track, but we're on track. No, Here we go. Track. The light of a lamp shall not. Na- this is America. Dude, do, okay. Settle down and read it, John. How do you not get excited? Okay. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore. Would that, would that be America? Because. Listen, America has been the gospel light of the world for how many for how many decades? Uh, centuries. Yeah, two centuries. So the light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore, and the voice of the bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, who was greater than America, mm-hmm. Wall Street. Because I think it's New York City. Is, I do too. Rep Babylon, mystery Babylon, the Revelation mystery Babylon, or, or commercial Babylon, Revelation eighteen, mystery Babylon, the false harlot church, Revelation seventeen. Yeah, I agree with you. For your merchants were the great men of the earth. For by your sorcery, all the nations were deceived. By your sorcery, your pharmacia, your drugs. Yeah. And I've always, you know, coming out of the drug culture, you know, so I thought, that was me, man. I was deceived. 
But it's way deeper than that. Way. It's way deeper than guys smoking dope. But you just look at drugs are pretty much legal anywhere. New York City's open. Drug houses, any kind of drug. Come in and be safe, you know. Be safe. Oh, yeah, yeah. We want you to get high safely. So you come in here. We'll we'll supply the needles, supply the drugs, and supply the place for you to trip out on. And the Narcan in case you do too much. Yeah. How freaking insane has our country become? Satan's the prince and power of the air. Won't it say good as evil? Are you ready? That's the roaring lion. He and and he he exactly. is coming in, and he, he's using that to destroy and to take people down. He's using the things of the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is what he's using to take down this country. And people are so biblically ignorant and pridefully selfish and arrogant. We want what we want, and we're going to get it. We're going to get it. And so we don't care what the cost is as long as that cost isn't up front. If it's down the road, we're like, hey, it's not in our face. Well, yeah, 30 trillion national debts, not my problem. Yeah. And so we sacrifice everything for a moment of pleasure. And then that moment is so insignificant and the gone. Moment, the moment goes. But what you you shared with me, just one of our recent talks, about that sorcery, I've always kind of pictured it as, you know, drugs. Obviously, it, it's pharmacia, enchantment with drugs. But the vaccine? That's the part that I like. Holy but, cow. And here, because here's why, guys, listen. If you go back and you read of Revelation 18 23, it says, um, For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorcery all the nations were deceived. Listen. It's not just drugs because drugs are in America, stay in America, whatever. But what has deceived every nation of the world? That's all the nations. What has deceived all the nations of the world? The vaccine. That's what I would say. A month ago, it's biblical. I hadn't connected those dots, but I really do believe that's what the Holy Spirit. So I helped you connect those? You did. John. Dude, I get three points. Come you on. Did. Okay, we're tied. We're tied. <laughs> But to me, this is kind of a, an aha moment for yeah. me. This is really big. I've been a student of prophecy for 50 yeah. years, and I saw that verse. I quoted the verse for years, but it has such new meaning now because of the vax. People, I'm safe. I'm safe. I've had the vax. No, you're not safe. You have to have another. Okay, I'll get that. I'll get that. And another and another. Who knows what's going into not only these vaccines, okay. but the vaccines that are planned. I've heard Bill Gates talk about the plans for the vaccines in the future. All right. So let's just pretend for a moment that conspiracy theorists are right. And the conspiracy theorists say all those who have gotten the vaccine, it minimizes your immune system. Then you get another one, it, it minimizes it again. And then you get a, a booster, it minimizes or depletes your immune system again. And then they say that within a few years, we're going to have genocide on our hands in, uh, around the whole world, people dying of the vaccine. Let's just say that is accurate. Revelation 6 through 19 says that during that those seven years, uh, three-quarters of Earth's population is going to die. Okay. Question, are these connected? Well, here's the other thing. Go to verse 24. We read Revelation 18, 23. Now go to 24. It says, For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorcery, your vaccines, your, your, your medical, your, your medicine, your medicine witchcraft, because meaning it, it didn't heal anyone. It was just given to them for wicked reasons. And we're finding that the vaccine 
is not healing people, is not helping people. As a matter of fact, for some, it's making it far worse. So for by your vaccine, all the nations were deceived. And in all the nations. That's that's biblical, dude, because this is biblical proportion. Then it says in 24, and in her, in who, who is her? Her is the mystery Babylon, I believe, that we're talking about in the light of the lamp shall not shine in you, you anymore, the mystery Babylon. And so um, when we look at that in 24, it says, and in her, who's her? Her is the Babylon uh, mystery. Yep. The whole system. Was found the blood of the prophets and saints and of all who were slain on the earth. And so what we see is there are going to be a massive death happening from the sorcery or the pharmacia of all nations. And the only thing that fits scripture 100% would fit into this is if we read it for by your vaccines, all the world was deceived and in you was found the blood of everyone that those vaccines killed. That would be a proper reading, I think. I do. I, I agree. 50 years, I've, I've read the scriptures. I read Revelation. I read the Great Tribulation, uh, which is the last half of the seven year. But during that seven year period, immediately following the rapture of the church, all hell breaks loose on the earth and we see three quarters of the population dying. Now, we go to the United Nations agenda. It was 20. Uh, renamed 2030 and they state the goal of a uh, sustainable growth, which sounds really good. You know, sustainable growth, of course, that's not who could be against that. But you read it in the fine print, the reduction of human population from 7.4 billion to 500 million. And that's what they say. This isn't a conspiracy. No, no, you can read, you can Google this. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I did. I went, I went like to the document. That's terrible. You can Google this, right? Yeah. Google everything. And, uh, <laughs> Yes, because because Satan's not hiding, dude. She's not hiding this. No, he's not. He's not hiding it. Nobody's listen. No sin is being hidden today. Yeah, it's it's in plain sight. I, I have a, a podcast I did called In Plain Sight. They're not yes, hiding. These are their stated goals, and mm-hmm. you think how could this be? And then I, I've read Revelation 154 times. I see three quarters of a million dying, and then I see the UN documents saying we want three quarters of the population. They want nine tenths of the population dead, and you're saying are these connected, or is it a quinky dink? Dude, they're connected. I you can't you can't even you can't at, at some at some point we can't hide this stuff anymore. At some point, Revelation twelve nine. So we saw that where Satan was compared to a wolf, then he compared to a roaring lion, or metaphorically speaking, if you will. Now here, Satan is the great dragon, the serpent of old. Verse nine says, so the great dragon was cast out. That serpent of old called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. Mm-hmm. Mind you, the whole world, not the whole Christians. Uh, deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. And so guys, we see this great dragon and people go, well, dragons don't exist, but they did exist. We read about dragons in Job. All of the ancient uh, anthropology groups were dragon central. Go to China, see their religious system. Go to the Celtic people groups, the Aztecs. It's all dragon central because they were worshiping Satan. Right. And they were 
So the great dragon, the serpent of old, and then, which obvious is there's a reference to the serpent who we find in Genesis 3, 1, that deceived Eve. Now the serpent, now listen to this. You, you have to under, you got to catch this next few words. Now the serpent was more cunning. Subtle. He's so subtle, man. And he draws people in to say, oh, it's okay. It's just a little bit. You don't have to worry about that. Hey, you can gamble a little bit here. Just gamble a few more dollars. And before you know it, you can't stop and you bankrupt your household, your family and ruin lives or alcohol. It's just a drink. And then before you know it, you can't control your drinking. It's just smoke a little dope. It's okay. And before you know it, you can't control it. Yeah, it was one toke over the line for me right but i mean listen yeah, yeah. that serpent is so cunning says he was more, more cunning than any beast of the field which the lord god had made and he said to the woman has god indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden calling god a liar Challenging, challenging him, twisting it up, giving just enough truth really to suck you in. Good. If he was so good, why would he want to keep you in the dark? Don't you want to be an uptown girl? Don't you want to be cool? <laughs> Don't you want to know what's happening? And she saw and she believed the lie yeah. that she took. And right now that deception is upon our globe. The globalists think it's nationalism is past. It won't work. We yeah. have to get together yeah. to solve the world's ills. Oh, and the Antichrist. The and it makes it sound so good. Let's oh, solve yeah. the world's problems. Yeah, we are the world. We are the people. Sure, this will work out fine. <laughs> these, All these vaccines are, are for our good. We're yeah. going to be protected. They'll Even provide. though your own immune system has a 99.9% recovery rate over it, but see, your immune system being healthy doesn't kill you. A vaccine that stops a healthy immune system does. Yeah. And, and the scriptures talked about that. We read about that, 1823 and 24, Revelation. There's going to be a multitude of deaths, and God says it's going to be on your hands. Mystery Babylon, which I believe. In a time of the end. And we're here, man. We're here, right? Hey, guys, listen. We, we've, we've seen the names of Satan. We've seen that we talked about in the last podcast, part one, exposing his person. And now we're exposing his plan. And guys, you can obviously see his plan and you can see how the names of every name that we covered in this episode was a destructive force, the wolf, right? The lion, the, lion, the, dragon. the dragon, the serpent of old, isn't there? Because that's what he wants to do is he wants to destroy us but we don't have to be deceived. We don't have to be like Eve. And I can assure you, don't think that he won't deceive you. Do not, please do not put yourself in a position that, that you think you're above being deceived. He'll take you down. The minute you think you stand, you'll fall. Do not put yourself above Satan. He'll take you out. He's wicked. He's wicked smart. When we understand our enemy, it helps us to prepare, Duke, to defeat our enemy for our ultimate victory. And even though with all the evil in the world, I'm rejoicing because God told us what to look for. It's here. He said, when you see this, look up. I'm coming soon. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope this has 
helped you. If it has, please like, share, subscribe, and follow. If you don't know Jesus, reach out today. And until next week, God bless.